When someone really wants to believe something about you, nothing will stop them. Sometimes we as people become so convinced that we're right that we can't see anything else. This can be pretty annoying if you're the focus of someone's misguided beliefs, but it can also be very dangerous. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss several women in Denmark who were accused of being witches and committing some very interesting crimes. For some reason, I just can't quite think past women being punished by the law this week, so bear with me. I don't know much about Denmark, I'm going to be honest with you. However, if the historical records are anything to go by, Denmark in the 15 and 1600s was a little intense. During this time, Denmark had its own witch craze, and it ended pretty badly for a lot of people. Starting with Guide Spandmager. During the early 1500s, Denmark was being run by King Christian III. He was taking issue with the Netherlands at the time. Don't ask me what those problems were, I don't know, and it's honestly not relevant to Guide's case, which is so much worse. But basically, the king wanted his war fleet to hunt down a Dutch fleet. In his mind, catching them was easy and even inevitable. The wind was there, and they were in full pursuit, but suddenly, the weather took a turn. The once windy space fell completely still, causing the Danish fleets to lose their edge. The Dutch fleet escaped, and the king decided that the only plausible reason for his loss was witchcraft. Now, Given his convictions and animosity, you might assume that he would accuse a Dutch witch, but that wasn't the case. He singled out a woman named Guide as the culprit. I don't know what made her the obvious target. She was a local merchant's wife, but in the new narrative, she was leading a huge coven of evil witches who used magic to block the wind from reaching the fleet. Guide was brutally tortured, quickly confessing her crimes and admitting that she was working alongside others who she named. And this is a real slap in the face to those people for about a thousand reasons, but most of all because they were all basically mutilated to death. Yet during all of that torture, not one of them named anyone else. So I feel like Guide probably didn't feel great about that. But she also did something pretty clever. During her interrogations, she actually told her torturers that she was the only one who could remove her magic. So they couldn't kill her or the curse would be forever. From what I can tell, this likely prolonged her life, but it didn't save it. What is interesting is that among the accused, there were both men and women, and even vicars. But the king took all of it seriously. Whoever she accused got picked up with exception to one woman who actually had an alibi. 
In the end, several people died, all because the king couldn't cope with a stroke of bad luck. Guide was burned at the stake. Forty-six years later, another royal mishap would lead to accusations against local witches. In 1589, there was a royal affair about to begin. Denmark's princess, Anne, was set to marry King James VI, the leader of Scotland. This involved traveling from Denmark to Scotland, which required the use of a boat. While she was aboard the boat, a terrible storm broke out. The boat with the nation's princess nearly sank. She didn't show up where she was supposed to. In fact, when she finally made it to land, she was in Norway. The marriage went off as usual, but the royal family was pretty upset about nearly losing her. This caused the Minister of Finance to make accusations against the person responsible for the royal ship, an admiral. The admiral said that it was absolutely not his fault, which seems fair. But understanding the need for the blame to land somewhere, he came up with his own theory. He said that the ship in the skies were enchanted with dark magic by witches. So basically, this spun the entire narrative. In this new version, his royal ship was tip-top. So much so that it could stop a terrifying attack from witches and demons. He even went on to claim that small demons snuck aboard the ship to carry in the evil spell. Accusations were made and everyone pointed the finger at a woman named Karen. And to prove that it was her, they went to a witch that they already had in custody, Anne Coldings, and then tortured her until she came up with an entire story about how she and Karen and a few others worked together to use magic to try to sink the ship. Everyone named was charged for these crimes, and they were all executed. Our next Danish witch is a woman named Anne Pals, who lived and died in the end of the 1600s. She was accused of several crimes, with the main focus falling to her helping a woman named Karen in conspiring to poison another woman's abusive husband using witchcraft. Interestingly enough, it seems that Karen and the would-be widow did try witchcraft first, but when that didn't work, you know how unreliable magic can be, they went for good old-fashioned poison. Since we didn't have much science back then, well, poison was clearly a witch's work. Karen was tortured and admitted that she used magic and gave up basically a hundred names to her interrogators. The worst part is that she clearly had no client confidentiality policies because the majority of those named were actually her clients. But... On that list was Anne, and I feel like I have to warn all Annes and Karens away from each other given these cases. I'm really sorry, but it seems like nothing good can come from these bonds. The accusations against Anne really stuck because people were already really focused on her possibly being a witch. 
some strange things had happened around Anne, and people came out testifying against her. Now, my favorite of these accusations is absolutely the belief that she murdered a woman for dancing with her husband. Using magic, of course. Basically, the story goes that at some kind of event, her husband had been dancing and flirting with this woman named Marin. Due to Marin's charm, Anne's husband fell for her. Anne publicly vowed to make it so Marin could never use her womanly charm on another husband again, promising her that she would never be able to dance with somebody else's husband. And soon after that, Marin fell gravely ill and died. The other accusations came from men that had a problem with her. One was a local farmer who claimed she used magic to kill his crops after he forced her son to join the army. And the other was the town's bailiff, which is obviously a problem. Generally, you don't want to have a problem with someone involved in the legal system that is deciding whether you live or die, but this bailiff had it out for her. He claimed that, and huge thank you to Wikipedia for this quote, but he said that she sold him land and she peed bad luck into it. Now, in all of my witch research, I have never come across the perils of witch pee. But now, I think we can all agree that this is obviously a pretty serious problem. But anyway, after all of these compelling arguments, she was violently tortured. They threatened to rip out her tongue, among other things, and she confessed, naming a few other women as well. After they heard everything that they needed to, they, with special permission, because this was supposed to be more merciful, cut off her head and burned her body. Karen was only flogged and banished. I think it's important to remember that throughout all of history, there have always been bad and unspeakable things that happen to good people. The law isn't always right, and it isn't always fair. But we persist. Little by little, the world changes. And sometimes those unspeakably bad things are left in the past as little more than unimaginable horrors to the modern world even if they have a sequel or two along the way. So, to any fellow witches out there, here is your reminder that these responses were driven by fear then, just like they are today. The power of women who can control the very wind and sea. The power to sink ships and rewrite history. And a power that emanates from women so holy that we literally piss it out. I guess I'd be afraid if I was them too. So, if you want to discuss companies that are supporting their employees' right to choose, ways to find access to birth control in your area, 
or the many times that governing bodies have tried to control the actions of their people and failed, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. <laughs>